0: But the tension had broken the moment Bruder threw up his hands. Suddenly, the room was filled with scornful laughter. Though Slade had no choice but to allow his lust for Bruder's death to drain from his eyes, his fury remained intact. He still demanded satisfaction. In three quick strides, he reached Bruder and slammed his revolver around with brutal force. The blow caught Bruder on the side of the head The sound of the heavy weapon crunching into bone was not a pleasant one. Flung sideways to the floor by the force of the blow, Bruder looked dazedly up at the still-furious gambler. Blood oozed thickly from a deep gash over his right temple. Slade smiled. He took a step toward the downed man, obviously intent on placing a kick where it would do the most damage. Bruder raised his forearm in a feeble effort to ward off the blow. Tim's chair scraped harshly in the sudden still room as he got to his feet. Hold it right there, Parkhurst, Tim snapped. Parkhurst spun about to face Tim. Why not try me? Tim suggested mildly as he strode into the center of the room. He pulled up a few feet from the gambler and waited. His knees bent slightly, right thumb hooked casually over his gun belt. This is none of your concern, stranger, Parkhurst said. Name's Tim. Tim Bolton. You said you wanted satisfaction. I don't have any seconds, and I guess my manners don't match that lovely southern gallantry you've been showing just lately. But I'm willing to stand in for this good friend of mine. You don't even know the man. You're a fool to butt in like this, mister. Maybe. But I'm ready whenever you are. The gambler looked quickly down at Bruder, then back at Tim. Uncertainty. Then, the first faint stirrings of fear showing in the man's eyes, come on, Slade. You were hot to use that pretty shooting iron just a moment ago. Here's your chance. Parkhurst started to reply, then caught himself. The gambler saw the eager eyes now focused on him this time. they were revealing the same lust for blood he had directed at Bruder only a moment before. Parkhurst squared his shoulders. He was an extremely handsome man with a thin, aquiline nose, high cheekbones, a well-cared-for mustache, dark eyes, and a full head of dark hair. He was wearing a long, immaculate frock coat and tan trousers that followed closely the line of his calves until they tapered snugly about the instep of his highly-polished boots. Everything about the gambler gleamed. Yet to Tim the man was an abomination He had seen too many fun-loving cowboys at Trail's End, fleeced by men of this gambler's stripe. With a shrug, Parkhurst turned and walked back to the bar. "'Later, stranger. Later. You'll get your turn. I promise you.' Once, as a boy of eight, Tim had witnessed a drayman flogging his horse unmercifully while the poor laboring brute tried frantically to haul an overloaded wagon out of a deep mud hole, the horse's eyes were starting from his head in terror, his muzzle laced with lather. Unable to stand the sight, Tim had broken away from his father, darted out into the street, and flung himself upon the drayman in an attempt to wrest the bullwhip from his hands. The drayman flung Tim headlong, but a moment later the fellow was on his back in the mud, where Tim's father had knocked him, while a swarm of onlookers placed their backs to the wagon and pushed it out of the hole. Only then did Tim's father and the others let the drayman drive off. Afterward, Tim's father had smiled proudly down at his son and said, "'There's only one thing worse than a man who would beat a horse, Tim, and that's someone who'd stand by and let it happen.' Tim spoke carefully, deliberately, to Parkhurst's back. "'I'm a good hand at poker myself, Slade. "'Anytime you want a game, let me know.' but you'd better make sure you keep both hands on the table and your sleeves empty. At this studied insult, Parkhurst's shoulders stiffened. The man placed both hands palmed down on the bar to steady himself. He glanced at Tim's reflection in the bar mirror. The silence in the saloon was almost preternatural by this time. Outside in the street, a horse clopped by briskly, And a door somewhere upstairs in the building slammed. I know what your intentions are.